masks, lockdowns, severe respiratory illnesses, uh, restrictions, restrictions on large gatherings, restrictions on travel. Many countries have braced themselves for a spike due to recent celebrations. So the double whammy of Christmas and New Year's is being approached with mixed feelings. Welcome to the Rev TC Views podcast. You're listening to Reverend Tashi's Talks. It is always my pleasure to remind you that a good God can do great things in your life. Hi, Wayne. Hi, I'm here. How are you? I am doing very well, thank you. Great, great. It's always Uh, my pleasure to be with you. Yes, it's our Friday night hangout, right? Yes, it is. I do nothing else on a Friday night. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So today, you and I will be talking about Christmas, and our topic is Christmas in a pandemic. And definitely looking forward to, to this conversation. Welcome, welcome to those who are live in studio. We have our first guest joining in. Hi, Michelle Grant. <laughs> oh, hi, Michelle. Yeah, so we wanted to, to get right into the meat of the matter. And right up front, as we're talking about Christmas, I want to put some disclaimers out there. All right, first of all, I want to make it clear that as Christians, we do not believe, neither does Christianity teach that Jesus Christ was born on December 25. The Bible doesn't say so, and therefore we can't say so. So even if you have some people who have been saying that and they are saying, you know, this is what I heard in church or wherever, it's not supported by the scriptures. We certainly don't teach that. We don't believe that. And, you know, we want to make that clear up front. Also, right. we want to make it clear that we believe God became flesh in the person of Jesus Christ. So as we talk about Christmas, Christmas is about commemorating the fact that Christ came into the world to redeem us. And I want to, you know, John chapter 3, verse 16, is, 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 it's Christmas and Easter wrapped up in one verse. <laughs> but right. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. But this is what Matthew chapter 1, verse 21 says. She will give birth to a son, And you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. This is the angel speaking to Mary. And that's exactly what Jesus came to do. So we we cannot deny the fact that Jesus came and he died. That's a historical fact. That's grounded in history. And it has passed all the tests and it is no longer undeniable. It's no longer deniable. Maybe it never was, as a matter of fact. But it's undeniable that he came. And we want to make it clear that that's what Christmas is about for us. So with that said, 
Wayne, what's your favorite part of the Christmas season? <laughs> My favorite part of the Christmas season is it's just about um, the birth of uh, Jesus Christ, um, Christ coming into the world uh, as the, the beginning of God's plan to redeem uh, mankind and bring them back, give them an opportunity to be brought back into a relationship with him. I'm not, give a, I'm not one given to a lot of excitement, so the usual hustle and bustle of Christmas um, doesn't attract me. So it's just the okay. spiritual, the Christian aspect of Christmas that um, that captures my attention. Okay. I, I've often okay. said I've often said that Christmas is for women, children, and merchants. Uh, <laughs> and why? Because um, I think women, you know, like the excitement, the baking, the cooking, fixing up the house, etc. Children, of course, the excitement of getting gifts, um, the old Santa Claus thing and stuff like that. And merchants, they make a ton load of money from mm. telling people what to buy and what not to buy. So for me, so Chris is for women, children, and merchants. So, so what are the men doing during Christmas? The men who are not merchants? Well, and the fathers, what are they doing? Well, them, perhaps them, them, oh, they're the ones providing the financing for the most uh, for, most, for the merchants. Oh, and so it's not really a, a happy time for them because they, they are feeling it. Yeah, they feel it, but then perhaps enjoy the smiles and uh, on the children's faces and the, the wife is happy because she bake a whole lot of cakes and curtains change and all fix up. So once family happy... <laughs> The men are happy also. Amen. <laughs> I've heard some men say a happy wife means a happy life. So, all Indeed. right. I suppose yes. everyone benefits from it. <laughs> That's one great. Way or another. Uh-huh. Well, similar to you, Christmas for me, I like to spend it, you know, in a in, spend quiet time. So I go to church usually on Christmas Day. And uh-huh. after coming home, you know, we have breakfast when at the time when I was with my family at home before, you know, no, I'm, I'm no longer at home. We would normally have great meals, like meals we don't have all year round at right. Christmas time. So after church, we come home, we would have that breakfast and we had this tradition of, you know, doing a gift exchange, what we call right. pixie. So we would write each other family members' names on a piece of paper and we will fold it up, shuffle it around, and everybody picks a name, and then you buy a gift for the name of the for the person whose name you would have received. So we would right. all get our gifts ready, wrapped and placed under the tree. And after breakfast, everybody goes towards the tree to see who got whose name and what did you get this time. And it was a nice little family thing. It was good. But after that, for me, I spend it, you know, just just relaxing. I, I don't yeah. go out and I, I don't spend big. One thing my mother taught me is, uh, you know, the, the, throughout the year, you get a salary monthly. Mm-hmm. And uh, you should always ensure that your salary serves you throughout the month. Do not, right. you know, get into the the, the the commercialization, so to speak, of Christmas where, you know, your salary is all spent before December even ends. And then in January, many people are broke. 
So I learned Indeed. that from a long time as a teenager, as a child growing up. And so even if I buy gifts for the children in my life and maybe a few adults, it's a well thought about gift and it's not usually something that's very expensive and it is certainly meaningful, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's not just getting these gifts and, you know, that's it, you know, spending a lot of money. So the, the quietness of, of being home is, is what is great for me at Christmas time. Yeah. Well, um, I, as you mentioned, your mom um, teaching you how to manage your finances. One of the things, um, a traditional thing that happens in Jamaica at least is that most people get paid early in December. Right, right. And so if you spend off all the money in December, January is going to be a very long month because <laughs> pay, pay cycle revert to the 25th of the month and you might get paid the 15th of December. So That's true. The, the the time between one your December paycheck and your January paycheck is going to be extremely long. So if you don't if you spend off all the money in December, you're going to be in big trouble come January. That is so true. And I have seen it. I have seen it. And thank God I learned early. So I am not usually in that in that boat at all. All right. All right. So you know we, we're talking about Christmas in a pandemic and there are some concerns. There are some concerns from health officials, concerns from governments, and you know, there are some concerns. One, one being the possible spike in infections again. In America, they, they, they just recently celebrated Thanksgiving and many persons mm -hmm. took a chance because we are just longing to get back together with our friends and family and just to feel and embrace, just to just to get touched and laugh and so on. There's nothing like the real thing as it relates to social interactions and engagements. You know, the virtual space is helping us to stay connected, but it's not the same. <laughs> Just like with church, when you are in the church building, experiencing the, the, the service, the worship, it's different than when you're watching it online. Very different. Uh, have you noticed uh, an increase in the temperature? I I don't think so. Well, I have, and I just noticed that Lady Wren has just joined us. So oh, that can't temperature be, can't, can't be can't be coincidence. Oh my! <laughs> Hi, Lady Wren. Great, the fireball is here. Good to have you in wow. studio. <laughs> All right. So it, it so, so there's there, there's that concern and one thing is for sure Christmas will be different. Well, I am saying that Christmas is going to be the same but it will also be different. All right. Sounds, so, con right. sounds contradictory but they, we we will see. It's going to be the same but different. And what do you mean it's going to be the same but different? Okay, I'm thinking that we're going to have the same things that we normally do each Christmas. It's just that we'll be doing them in a different way. So we'll still oh, have our family oh. gatherings. We'll still have the family reunions. Uh, we may still have some parties. We, we, we will still have Christmas um, morning church services. And we'll still have the Christmas shopping. But they're going to be different. 
Okay. How we go about doing them will be different. Okay, got you, got you, got you. Right. Got you. Well, I I I I see where you're coming from, and and I you know we can't deny that at all. Uh, in right. terms of for in terms of for me thinking that or believing and claiming that it will be different, you know, while some of those things will happen, for some families they will just not be able to get together. Right. You know, and and especially, and I suppose. Because families that are within the same house, they're mm-hmm. always together. So they can do their thing. But in terms yes. of the traveling and so on, you, that some persons are used to, some persons you get together with your grandparents and great-grands if they're alive and all your cousins mm-hmm. come together and there is this big thing. When they come together, it, it takes some traveling. And I'm thinking that people are going to be very cautious about that this time and for those who uh, care about their well-being even if they get into a setting where there are other people they're probably going to try to keep it outdoors and they're probably going to try to maintain the physical distancing and wear your mask and then that is going to be you know so restricting mm-hmm. but i suppose it is in the best interest of 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 what yeah so, so the elderly or grandparents and so on, they might not even get to, to touch base. They might not get to, to be embraced by their grandchildren and their great-grand and so on because they are at risk. And, and you know, family members might not want to take the chance to get them exposed. So they might just be there in a lockdown. And some of them do not have any, any means to... to connect virtually unless someone is there to get them on that yeah that's so true so you're going to find that um the some gatherings can take place you know but um the government has a restriction on the number of people who can gather um Mm -hmm. the the number don't come to me readily so if it's a very big family i'm thinking that what families should do is the numbers that are allowed to gather in one space they could do that preferably in an outdoor setting and then the others will have to join virtually. Okay. Well, all the best with that. We'll see how it goes. So, <laughs> so we want to move right into some recommendations and, and sharing of ideas. How should we spend Christmas in a, in a pandemic? And I have a few ideas. I hope you do. But I, yeah, I sure on, do. Based on some of the things that I read, I wanted to share one thing that I saw from a therapist in terms of recommendation. This therapist was recommending that you should just go right ahead and decorate for Christmas. Do it now because it will make you happier. It will lift your spirits. You know, so that's what that 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 was the recommendation from that particular therapist. What are some of the ideas that you came up with in terms of how we can spend Christmas in a pandemic? Okay. I have my ideas broken down into five, five uh, traditional ways of um, spending Christmas. Family gatherings, family reunion, uh, parties, church services, and Christmas shopping. I'm going to take family gatherings first. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm talking now about local family. All right. The number, the numbers of family who can meet in one location. The government has stipulated that no more than X number of people are permitted to meet. 
So you know that the numbers will, will be small. Mm-hmm. And it is, um, the experts are saying it's better to meet outdoors. So everybody in a bungalow up inside the living room. <laughs> All right, for our foreign listeners, bungalow up means being together. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> for, a mo- for a moment, I forgot that. We had, yeah. <laughs> right. So, those are, so you will have to have a smaller than usual Christmas gathering of family members, and the rest, the extended family, will have to join virtually. So, you have to use Zoom. Uh, what's Facebook? Um, what's our Microsoft phone name? Microsoft Teams. And any other? Yeah, I'm not sure they can use it. Well, I, I'm I'm not sure, but I think Teams is for business, like organizations, uh, organizations, right? That right. Is, um, well, signed up. Well, right. WhatsApp or any of those um right media mm-hmm. to get everybody involved. Uh you still they can still do them traditional um Christmas dinner cakes and drinks, and people can perhaps come by and collect. But you know, some family, they pool their resources. So one family do the cooking. So that can still be done. And the, the other family members come and pick up them stuff and go back to their different um, places of abode. Okay. Where, okay. Gift, where gift opening is concerned, you can have that virtually also. You can host a gift, a virtual gift opening session where mm-hmm. people open and show what they're getting, go on with the usual excitement and things. So that can still take, um, take place. And for entertainment, you can stage a virtual games night. All or, right. Or a sing-along. You know, some families um, come together and they, they play games or they sing uh, Christmas carols or Christmas songs. They can still do that virtually and t- um, turn it into a nice entertaining um, event. The only difference is that everybody will not be in the same space. All right. So okay, that's time so, for okay. family gatherings. So okay. you can go okay. now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought so your five categories yeah. are finished. No, that's 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 one. You want to go through all of them at once? Well, I can oh, do that if you wish. Well, I don't have so many categories, so I could share some of my ideas now. And you you did speak about one of them because I had games night okay. as well. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. So so. My idea or my ideas, I will share suggestions, recommendations for Christmas in a pandemic. Number one, do a photo shoot. Oh, yeah, that's cool. With a nice Christmas backdrop, get a little makeup on mommies and dress up the little children if they are around. Nice little outfit and do a photo shoot. Do a nice little crazy photo session and get those photos done and you know capture the moment we will probably not have another christmas like this in terms of the 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 the, the, the pandemic where it is now we don't know how soon it's gonna be you know lifted so to speak mm-hmm. but you know this is the first christmas since the pandemic and it'll be good to right. capture those moments so hold on that's something yeah. So the photo shoot, Lady Ren is asking, uh, should they be in mask? <laughs> if you want to be in mask, you you could, because that would definitely capture what that Christmas was. So I would say some of them can be, some of the pictures can be done in your masks and some can be 
done outside of your masks and you can actually make some crazy christmas masks together you know and and just have fun with it so that would be one of my suggestions to kind of capture the moment i also thought about a virtual kids social you know the children normally come together the cousins and you know so it's same in keeping with the virtual getting together but make it kids friendly and it's for them so Mm -hmm. you know maybe some music being played and they are able to see each other and they can talk and and all of that you know being on camera i think they would like that also at home at home you know, for single parents or small families, large families in the same house, you could get some raw material, get some, you know, the, the colored stock, what they call it, it's, it's stock, card stock, right? The, the colored paper, the thick one, this, I think it's okay. called card stock. And you could make some Christmas cards together and exchange them. You know, you yes. could actually do some, you know, fancy stuff and, and actually send them work. And, you know, this is really for the kids, but adults could do it too if you're crazy and creative and you put your own words in it, make it personal, and, you know, you send it out. So uh, that's three of them that I've shared so far. A fourth okay. one, you would have talked about the games night. The games night for me would be for Christmas Eve, Okay. Into the you know late night, so it was kind of up a little later than usual. So it's eve into mm-hmm. the morning kind of thing, and you do some trivia, play some gestures, and um, what's the, what's the name? What's the name of the game that you you know you make some gesticulations, no talking, no words. You get clues from a card, and then you have to act it out. Charades. Charade, yeah, charade, yeah. Charades, mm-hmm. right. They so can play some of some some of that. So I have three more. Let's take your other right. category and okay. then I will go after that. All right, I can okay, my turn now. All right, you know, Christmas in Jamaica, you have enough people come from foreign and also to people come from out of town. Mm-hmm. That is not recommended this year especially with the, the second wave or the third wave or whichever wave taking place in Europe and America now, it is not recommended that you have any family reunion with people from overseas, especially with visitors from overseas and from out of town. But if you do decide to have a family reunion, once again, limited numbers and have it outdoors and require your family members to wear masks whenever they are not eating or drinking very important mm-hmm. uh, and if you if if you somehow have some very brave and bold uh, family members who decide that they're going to come to Jamaica still because them can't deal with snow and thing of foreign so they're coming home you need to encourage them that whatever instructions to get at the airport about quarantining and um but, but next on um, isolation that they need to follow it. So they perhaps need to come in a little earlier than they would normally do because I think the quarantining period is what normally what fourteen days. Yes. Yeah. So they perhaps need to come in a little earlier so they can observe the the quarantining requirement and and if they're going to so they because if they do that they they 
reduce the risk of um, exposing their family, their loved ones to the possibility of um, catching COVID-19. So while it is not recommended, if you need to do it, have your activities outdoor and encourage all people to wear a mask and keep it to the required number. I think it's perhaps 10 or 15. I'm not quite sure what it is right now. But you know, we Jamaicans, we love parties. We have um, office parties. Some people keep party at them house. Ray, Ray, we used to do that Christmas time. This time, this time of the year with the pandemic, that is a no-no. The government said no parties must be kept. So the traditional office party or social event will have to be a virtual one. Uh, that might, be, that might put a little damper on the party, but if they incorporate some of the ideas you just um, articulated, the press could have a nice little party still. I see um, RGR group having some more fame virtual parties, and they seem to be very, people seem to be enjoying them. People show themselves dancing at home and carrying on. Uh, the office party might have to take on that, um, that methodology this year. No, Christmas shopping. When you were young, you used to go to um, Christmas shopping like Christmas Eve and stay out all night? Oh, no. I didn't well, experience that. Well, I used to do that. You used to have Christmas shopping where the vendor merchants... What the call it? What's the name of it? Grand, Grand Market? Grand Market, and, right. Yeah, we mm -hmm. used to have that and people go out, one ton load of people. Everybody bunks up against each other. This year, that is a no-no. More than one reason. The need for um, physical distancing, that will prevent um, the, the mass crowd that is going to be um, usually out there. Plus the curfew hours. Curfew commences now at 10 p.m. So everywhere must lock down by 10 o'clock. So that Christmas shopping experience is not going to be the same. You can still go to liquor shopping still, but the, the duration, the time that you will have to do it will be shorter. So if you're going to go, you can still go Christmas shopping. You know, some people wait until last minute to try to find a gift. So Christmas Eve, if you go uptown, try to find a gift. You have to go early because by 10 o'clock, the government says all activities must be shut down and everybody must be at home. So those things can still take place, but they will be under different conditions. Okay. Right. I was just thinking to myself that the, the office can just cancel the office parties altogether. But then I have to admit that office parties do very well for staff morale and, you know, building relationships and so on. And I think that's a part of why that tradition would have come about and, uh, mm -hmm. it, uh, and, and would have been sustained and persons right. are because you know when you're working with people every day and for years it's good right. to to have a you know a good working relationship and right. to some extent share a friendship outside of you know the, the, just being professionals you know within limits right. of course but you of know course. it helps the it helps being in the work environment and it also helps with the work um work itself i'm looking for a word maybe and productivity staff morale. Staff morale. <laughs> right and it gives people an opportunity to let their hair down and you can see a different side of people you know everyone yes. is stiff and formal during the normal work the office party now <laughs> you never know that you never know that your manager can dance 
and right. all those things. Although some yeah. persons go a little bit too far in those parties and right. they, they have some yes, regrets uh, when, when yes. they come back to work. <laughs> yes, because we have some people now, they think they must drink every liquor that is available. And then after they do that, now they lose control and do some regrettable things that they might have to um, find a new job come January. Oh, no. Wow. All right. <laughs> so I'm also recommending, this is not that creative, but I think it's a good idea. For, for Christmas in a pandemic, a movie night. But of course, the movie must be one of those Christmas movies. And, uh, you know, get some sorrel. I wonder if, or, if 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 that's a tradition only in Jamaica. <laughs> but while you, instead uh, of popcorn, have sorrel and fruit cake while you are watching your movie, and you know yeah. curl up on a nice little carpet or under a blanket and and just enjoy. So I'm yeah, recommending that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And another thing that I thought about too is a virtual story time. So again. Same virtual thing, but, you know, just kind of... So it's like a story time where maybe the storyteller in the family can mm -hmm. actually tell some stories to the children. You know, the good old Anansi stories that have, have a Christmas flair to it. You know, maybe a reading of some Miss Lou poems. So, you know, it's poetry, dub, whatever it is. But it is something that should be exciting and fun and that would give the children something to remember and even, you know, the adults and so on. So just some poetry, story time, and to talk about the real reason why we recognize Christmas as Christians. Because, well, right. and I'm speaking to that because, you know, I... I'm speaking from uh, the perspective of being a Christian and from the perspective of a Christian. So I would want to recommend that as well. You know, for you know, I, I recognize that many children, they, 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 they are very knowledgeable about Santa Claus right. and what Santa Claus does. And even Christian parents sometimes feed their children with this Santa Claus idea. They see it on TV and all of that, you know, and when they see the decorations, they can identify yeah. Santa Claus. Oh, mm -hmm. look, is Santa Claus there? Santa Claus, Santa Claus, Santa Claus. They are very knowledgeable about that. We have to put that Santa Claus story into perspective as Christians and tell them about Jesus Christ. So it's not that you're going to hide it from them because they already know about it, but you need to let them know that Santa Claus is a, fic a, a fictional character. It's yes. not real, but Jesus is. And then if you want to get into the story of St. Nicholas, even better. Because I think that's there's some connection with what Santa Claus became. But it's important right. for Christian parents to sit their children down and talk to them about this Santa Claus, Santa Claus. And let them know that Santa Claus is not real. And we will not give any, you know, great significance to Santa Claus in our Christmas because right. he really is insignificant in our Christmas. Our Christmas is about Jesus Christ. And, you know, let them understand that. Okay, great. I, I agree. All right, you know, um, a tradition that we have here, here in Jamaica and the Caribbean is like 
on Christmas morning, you have an early morning service. I'm talking like 6 o'clock. You know, some churches have service as early as 6 o'clock, 6.30. Time, time cold and it just have a nice Christmas feel to it. Yes. Those um, yes. services can still go on with, of course, the permitted number of congregants because Christians have to, must be respectful of the law. So the, the, the COVID-19 restrictions now, they have a restriction on the number of persons who can gather in the sanctuary. So we can still have um, the Christmas morning service, early, early morning service, but with the limited number of, per, um, of congregants. And just like we have been doing since the onset of the pandemic, stream the service online for those who can't make it because of the restriction on numbers. Right. Another activity that I'm, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this activity, but in some communities, you have, you have um, young people and some not so young people who go caroling in the community. Yes, I'm familiar with it. Okay, fine. That can still go on, I think. I think people can still go caroling if um, they normally do that. Oh, uh, the singers no. will... The singers will have to maintain the appropriate physical distance between the <laughs> with the mask wearing thing. No, that might um impact. I the think singing. there will be no caroling unless you're going to do it virtually. Well, well, and, and if you're doing it virtually, if and you're singing, it's it's not it's it's not going to be you know it's it's not going to come together. So it's you going know, to sound People can't sing in mask. If you can talk in mask, you can sing in mask. Right. So what is to prevent a group of people, say 12, 20, and the the distance between them for one march through the community and sing Silent Night, Ho, Ho, Holy Night, all the Christmas well, cards? I think eventually, I think event. first of all, when you are singing... You you're you're kind of giving out more than when you're just talking, and right. I and I think even while you're going to need a breath of fresh air, I don't see that being practical for any for any sustained period of time. So I would just cancel right. it all together. All right, so that one might have to cancel. Yeah, it's not that important because if you're going to be singing, walking through the community and singing so much in a mass, especially for those who wear the mass made of fabric. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to be stifling at a point. Well, they might have to be creative. People still have tape recorders. Well, there you have recording equipment. You can use your phone to record. Yeah, so they might have to go if they're going to go caroling. They might have to go with their phones or some other electronic device. And instead of singing the carols, they might have to play them. But I think some communities well, the carol thing is a nice them. twist. Hmm? I mean, I, I'm, I'm not feeling that one. <laughs> You're not feeling that one? Okay. To play, to go with your phone and play. Mm-hmm. So Instead if you are inside of your house, do you think you'd be hearing the phone being played outside of your, your gate? You might need more than just a phone. Yeah, I might need something um, with more amplification for sure. Right. So I I like the idea though, but mm-hmm. I think the moving around in the mass might be a challenge. So maybe those who would gather for caroling, maybe they could mm-hmm. find a central spot in in the community 
and right. set up the, the necessary equipment for you know to reach in terms of sound the community mm -hmm. and they could maintain the physical distancing use microphones set up a band or use uh instrumentals uh recorded mm -hmm. instrumentals pre-recorded instrumental and then they could sing from that one spot without their yeah. mask but not being close to anyone and then those who are in their homes would hear it yeah that could work yes because I think that, that has a nice twist to the Christmas, um, especially if it's done. Normally, it's done early in the morning, right? Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that could be done. Early in the morning. I've done it at night, like Christmas night, Eve. So, so. Yeah, Christmas yeah, Eve night. Good. But not the walking around. <laughs> um, mm. It would have been from a location, and it, the sound is being amplified into the community. But right. interestingly enough, my mom told me that when she was a little girl in, in the country oh. and they, they did they, they look forward to caroling because caroling was not only about singing Christmas carols. <laughs> she said that really? anything that happened in the community throughout the year oh. that was of any significance, they actually made up songs. And, oh, and, okay. and sung that when they got to that particular house. So, for example, she said like they would get to Mass Tom house mm -hmm. and they would say, Mass Tom drop out a tree, cause him did a thief <laughs> Well, so, I wouldn't recommend that these days, you know, people get very cross <laughs> and <very> miserable. <laughs> well, I mean, in the community, People know each other. I suppose it was done in, in, in jest and it's been done by children. It's not being done by adults. So I don't think they would take it that seriously, but okay. <laughs> well, well um, if you're going to do that, you have to make sure you gauge the, your community. <laughs> the people's response because... I mean, people are not doing that today. That was back in that time in a more civilized time <laughs> <laughs> yeah civilized and peaceful peaceful right no, these yeah. people yeah. people um, feel this that the slightest thing mm -hmm. okay right. so I only have, have one else? yes I only have one other idea okay. and that is what I call a virtual music face off Okay. So families come together and, you know, with it Zoom or whatever else, you can do your share screen and share computer sound. So, yes. you know, you can come together. So, for example, from my home, we could decide on five of our favorite Christmas songs. And it's, it's favorite Christmas songs and Christmas carols. Right. And we would take them from different from different era. So you know, maybe from the 70s, from the 60s, and, you know, some of the more contemporary versions and so on. And, you know, favorite Christmas songs, favorite, and then, you know, I would play one and, you know, another, my, my aunt who lives in New York, she could play one, another family member from Florida, she could play another one. So it's like a face-off and, you know, it's like music for music, almost like a, for want of a, a clash. 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 right yeah. <laughs> so 
you know so we we would do that and then you know it's a friendly competition kind of thing mm-hmm. and we could set up the the the, the, the matriarchs or matriarchs of the family mm-hmm. or our mm-hmm. patriarchs if you have those but the older the senior people in the family for them to to be the judge of you know the the songs that really rocked the session okay. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can I can just imagine somebody playing Santa Ketchup in a mango tree. <laughs> of place. Or uh what's the Jamaican version of that song? Uh chestnuts roasting, bread breadfruit roasting, and an open fire, mongrel yeah. dogs nipping at your toe. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I like that idea. That idea sounds real good. And if, if especially if you have a group of people in one location. And then each location has a group of five or so people. So, you know, they're cheering for that um, from. Right. From yeah. And yeah. you could and actually, you could actually get up and dance, you know, and right, yeah. yeah. And build a vibes. Definitely. All right. Um, I only have one other activity. Well, it's not really an activity. It's a, a suggestion mm-hmm. that um, mm-hmm. is very timely now in the pandemic. But you spoke earlier about the charm for Christian to true meaning why Christians celebrate Christmas, what it means to Christians. I think the pandemic presents an, an excellent opportunity for Christians now to spend time with the limit, limitations on activities and the restrictions. It's a good opportunity now to spend time meditating and reflecting on the reason Christians celebrate Christmas. Yeah, that's so that's that's real talk, real talk, because, you know, I think I think that for every Christian who might feel some kind of emptiness and just no fulfillment during this time in Christmas because they are not able to buy a lot of gifts and travel and go out. If that was the essence of their mm-hmm. Christmas and now with the limitations, they feel as if it's not Christmas again. It's a good time to really reconsider what Christmas is about for the Christian. Yeah. yeah. You know, because so that's caught up in the in the worldly mm-hmm. buy this, buy that, spend this, do that, get that. Um mm-hmm. it's just about it's has become so commercialized that Many times we get Christians get caught up in it and they lose the true essence of what the Christian is celebrating. But the Christian and the world not celebrating the same thing, you know. Mm-hmm. In many instances, um, the world is just an opportunity for overeat, drink one um, more liquor and things, and just have yeah, fun. that's true, and get drunk, you know, revelry, yeah. yeah, and so on. And you know, it, it the fact is that. Uh, Christians ought to ensure that they, they 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 stay so we're in the world but not of it that they stay right. out of those mm-hmm. kinds of things that they might regret later on right right so you can still have your christmas still have your traditional things you're just going to have to do them differently amen so mm-hmm. i'm going to Take a few seconds break and then you can give us your final word, Wayne, and I will give okay. my final word as well.
All right. Welcome back. <laughs> Do you have any final words? <laughs> well, yes, I just want to say that, yes, um, COVID-19 has put a damper on the traditional way of celebrating Christmas, but it all is not lost. We are, you just have to be creative. You can still celebrate Christmas and have a lot of fun. And for the Christian, it is an opportunity for you to reflect and meditate on why you're really celebrating Christmas. It's about God coming in the form of um, a baby as a, a human being. So later on, when we celebrate Easter, to die, shed his blood for mankind. And one final thing, many people would have heard that some vaccines have been um, proven to be effective, varying degrees of effectiveness. Mm -hmm. I would encourage people that notwithstanding those um, announcements, we in Jamaica, we're not going to see those vaccines for a while. So practice, continue to practice precautions, the um, physical distancing, the hand washing, don't get carried away with Christmas and forget about those things and get sick because the vaccines are not going to be um, reach us here in Jamaica for some time to come. Okay. Amen to that word. Well, the final thing that I would want to, to say is that Christmas in a pandemic, it, it may be different from other Christmases, but it still doesn't have to be the worst. As a matter right. of fact, it could probably be the best one yet. So my encouragement is to plan for it, be creative, have fun, and share the love of Jesus Christ this Christmas because it will be, it will be great. And that's our talk for today. Why don't you leave us a comment? How do you plan to spend your Christmas in a pandemic? From Wayne and me, thanks for stopping by. We appreciate your listenership. And by the way, we will be having a pre-Christmas special on Friday, December 18. Come for the fun and games. Stay for the laughter. Don't miss it. Next week, we chat about 2020. We're going to be doing the reviews and giving you all the juice as we approach 2021. So come on over and bring a friend. Until then, I'm your host, Reverend Tashi Campbell. Thank you for keeping me company.